Massive Solana Cardano XRP update. This is everything you need to know to stay up to date with these three altcoins. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Bean Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we have a massive update from three very popular altcoins, which are Solana, Cardano, and XRP. What's going on with Cardano right now? What's going on with XRP? Solana. You know, there's been, Bitcoin's been in a downward trend for, you know, a better part of the year. We've seen a little bit of an uptick lately. So a lot of different altcoins have actually been spiking. I think it's important that we dive into three big name projects that a lot of the community seems to be a fan of. Yeah, I mean, these are three projects that pretty much split the divide. I feel like either you love these projects or you hate them. They're sources of controversy all from within their own rights. You know, some of them are legal battles. Some of them are too hyped up without delivering. But what we're going to do today is actually talk about what you need to know, what they're doing in the background, and then kind of maybe make a decision should we be looking into, into adding these coins into our portfolio for 2023? So if you're interested, make sure you listen to the end on this episode. So we have done a Truth About uh, series on each one of these altcoins. Um, so we've, if you guys want to go back, you can check those out. But this is more of a, a quick update for you guys just to kind of know what's happening here and now. So yep. the first one I think we could dive into would be Cardano. Sure. As we know from our Truth About Cardano, it's a proof of stake blockchain that seems to be with their founder very focused on development you know they're in it for the long haul they're in it for the next 10 15 20 years and onwards so you're not necessarily going to see a ton of hypey news about what cardano is doing but they're always focused on the back end of getting the correct technology in place through their peer-reviewed you know style of approach yeah to ensure that's rolled out properly for sure one quote that i saw <laughs> that uh, recently kind of describes the whole cardano ecosystem to me is slow and steady scales the chain Mm. Right. So they've been, you know, Cardano has been around for years and years and years, and they still really haven't delivered on any of the hype. It was one of the most hyped up altcoins in the last bull run. It went on an insane run. But, you know, they're starting to make a little bit of noise again lately. And I think that's mostly because, again, of what the community can see in the development side and what's going to be launched and built and launched in 2023. So the two things that really caught my eye, and I think that's really making noise, are the launch of this non-synthetic stable coins in 2023. So apparently in the first uh, Q1 and Q2, they're going to be launching two non-synthetic stable coins. One is going to be a centralized one and one is going to be a decentralized one. So again, it's just adding to the ecosystem. And I guess, you know, if you really want to make an ecosystem grow, you need a a stable coin within it so people can swap in and out of it and build projects around it. I think was one of them Jed? Yeah, DJE Dead. DJED, yeah, Jed. Um, So yeah, that's pretty interesting. I think... You could see some momentum uh, as it pertains to CBDCs. You know, there's, there was an article that came out uh, today in terms of the future of them. It, you know, it seems like we're every week we're seeing a new article coming out about these central bank digital currencies. And stable coins are going to play, uh, I think, a pretty big role. I think there's going to be a lot of regulation surrounding them, et cetera. But crypto assets are so uh, risky, if you will, like within an ecosystem. So imagine if you're trying to scale out 
you know, one of the new projects within the ecosystem, you don't want to necessarily lend out or or be borrowing an asset that fluctuates from, you know, two cents up to 40 cents back down, right? Because you could really lose out as a team or as a project. And by having a stable coin in place, it really balances things out and allows the ecosystem to grow a lot better and it increases investor confidence. Yeah, and I also think it's good that they're they're having they have two. So there's a centralized stable coin, USDA, which will be US dollar backed, and then a decentralized one, which is the one we just talked about, DJED, which is a token developed in partnership with Cadi. Um, so it's a stable coin that will maintain its peg through the Cardano smart contract system. So, you know, everyone's always like, you know, decentralized everything, decentralized everything. But it is good to have centralized options because that can add a bit more legitimacy and security to things like this. So, you know, as far as big news, like that's not big news in terms of no. like, oh, wow, it's going to pump the token. We have two stable coins coming out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, you look for what Cardano's doing. This seems to be the biggest thing. I see there's another, you know, their preparation for Hydra, their layer two scalability solution um, and the Cardano improvement proposal CIP 1694 which it aims to enable a smooth transition into fully decentralized governance. So again, it's all these very technical things being built in the background. It's, it's impossible for us to say if these will be successful or not because it's all hypothetical at the moment. Yeah. These are being built. But if you're in the Cardano ecosystem, this is what you're looking forward to. You're going to say, we're keeping, we're going to continue to make improvements to Cardano. This will make more developers come. And, you know, when things eventually do launch, if that ever actually happens, <laughs> they will be better for these things, right? Mm. Yeah, so it's like it's funny because, you know, it's not like a Polygon Matic where it's like working at Disney, working at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like, it's not punchy headlines. So you're not really going to see, you know, what, like, super exciting news. Uh, I know I also see that doing um, smart contracts on Python, which is really good, like, developing language that, they, that the developers can use. There's a project that really caught my eye. You mentioned synthetic assets. I caught some wind of uh, Indigo Protocol, okay, which is one of the thousand plus projects that are being developed. I have some numbers here compared to 2021 as well, if you guys want the update. But Indigo Protocol, it's on-chain price exposure to real-world assets. So they're tokenizing the real world. Um, synthetic assets are on-chain mirrored versions of off-chain assets, So, which means that you can now invest in like random real world assets without actually having to own the asset itself. So Indigo Protocol looked pretty neat to me. Yeah, interesting. Uh, we, we've talked about the trend of tokenization of assets before, right? With LCX, JP Morgan, CBDCs, there's a whole thing going on. So maybe that'll play a role in, in lightening the ecosystem on fire. But for me, I'm probably still going to avoid Cardano despite the fact that I see that they're building in the background. I'm always going to keep my eye on it because it is one of these bigger projects, but I'm still going to stay away with it, stay away from it for now. So... Two more things I want to highlight here is they did uh, attend the World Economic Forum in Davos. So they're hosting the blockchain for good. That's uh, something that, you know, Cardano always seems to be focusing on with the emerging markets and trying to help, you know, developing nations. Uh, and then some of the numbers compared to 2021, they have 7.3 million native tokens, which is 190% increase. They have 3.8 million wallets now, uh, which is a 47% increase and smart contracts have increased over 400% as well. So there's a lot of development going on through, you know, the bear market that has been occurring over 2022. So yep. these are pretty good numbers. For sure. Where do you stand on Cardano though? I'm still not touching it. Okay. <laughs> just, wanted make, just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. All right. We, all, we know that, you know, a lot of crypto runs on speculation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, narratives, et cetera. And right now, I don't see the narrative. It's, there. Just, a it's just a tech that's yeah. being built out at the moment. All right. Let's move on to Solana. 
So Solana is a coin that's been in the news a lot, obviously, since the FTX crash, because it was basically the main SBF Alameda pumped up coin. You know, they FTX and Alameda bought nearly $580 million worth of the Sol token, pumped it up. They were investing millions into all the projects that were building on Solana. It was kind of like their baby. And now we find out all this liquidity was basically stolen from customers of FTX. So the, the Solana pump was very much synthetic, artificial, right? So now people are saying, well, Solana is going to go to zero because all this FTX, they're gone. But the one thing when you search up what's going on with Solana lately is this, this Vitalik Buterin tweet. Mm. It pumped the price massively. So Vitalik Buterin said, some smart people tell me there is an earnest smart developer community in Solana. And now that the awful opportunistic money people have been washed out, the chain has a bright future. Vitalik just pumped soul. Yeah, he did. I saw, I saw that tweet. And it's interesting. I mean, when you really think about it, the fact that there, you know, Solana apparently was known for its active developer community, um, pretty passionate holders, etc., And the fact that the venture capitalists have kind of been washed out and the token's down 97% from its all-time high, you know, if, if you're looking for a risk-reward uh, project, Solana could be that based off of what Vitalik alluded to. Yeah, I mean, you always have to look at what these these leaders in this space say. And maybe they did wash out all the bad actors and the bad money from Solana. So, I mean, you know, the wallet addresses and activity on the chain have stayed steady during the crash. But one main thing, and it's been noted by even people inside the Solana community, is that NFT projects were a big driver of the Solana growth during 2021 and into 2020, the first half of 2022. But a lot of big NFT projects are now jumping ship from Solana to chains like Ethereum, Matic, Avalanche, etc. because they don't want to be associated with the stained name of Solana. So if we if we continue to see these big NFT projects, I don't know the names of them, I'm, you know, we're not yeah. massive NFT, like Sappy Seal, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, if they all leave Solana, that could leave a huge hole in their community without the NFT projects, then that might lead to another massive decline for activity on Solana. So that is very much something worth watching. Well, that they had that um, that bonk that popped out. That spurt, that also helped with because there's so much on chain activity that was driving the price as well. And I think that was like an opportunity to, to drive eyes to the Solana ecosystem again. <laughs> Did you look at the website for bonk? What, it's just yeah. like a one page with like three buttons. It's like the bonk paper, you know, community driven. You know, I think about this sometimes. It's like, imagine if you are, are building the most complicated. Yeah. Cardano. Yeah. Cardano, whatever it is. And you, you're like, but you know, Cardano's in the top 10. But imagine if you're building like this yeah. amazing project that's solving all these real world use cases and you just can't find traction. And then you see fucking bonk, bonk, bonk <laughs> show up and it goes to 400 million market cap right away and it does literally nothing. nothing. You would just be like, yeah. this whole industry is a joke. It is. Yeah, like, I know. So it's to see See something like that is just... Uh. So the developers created this meme coin to drum up activity on the Solana ecosystem. 50% of the supply was airdropped to Sol- Solana investors. Right. So I guess it brought in a bunch of people, get this meme coin, and man, you see what happened with Sh- Shiba and Doge and all these other things, right? Like, it's a lot of a lot of hype sometimes. Um, what really caught my eye, though, with everything that's going on with Solana is the fact that they have uh, this smartphone that they're looking to roll out called Saga. Mm. Um, you know, with the Apple store, uh, Google play, there's a lot of regulation or lack of lack thereof where these big companies like Apple don't necessarily want to get involved because, you know, they're listed on the stock exchange and you don't know how that's going to impact investors who are still speculative or don't want to have their, their, their holdings tied up in crypto. 
So if they can create this easy, fast, really good phone where you can start accessing crypto dApps simply, that could be something that, you know, is a lot of head tailwind for Solana. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing. It's like, it's very unique. No one else is really doing that. But man, to uh, to get people to switch from, from Androids or iPhones to a Solana, I'm going to go out on a whim and say it's going to be a massive failure, even yeah. though I think it's an interesting idea. I feel like one... Solana's name is already tarnished, so they may not be the right project to actually do that. I like the creativity, and I like the idea of accessing crypto dApps easily, but yeah, it might be too early for that. I don't know. They're kind of going out on a whim. For me, although one interesting thing I did see is a lot of crypto Twitter is pointing out that the Solana kind of pump and dump of the bull run, it mirrors exactly Ethereum from the previous bull run. Right. So from 20, 2016, 2017, 2018. Yeah. It, it, so now what they're saying is, oh, it's going to go on another Ethereum like run in Three years later. Yeah. And it's going to go to yeah. you know, a thousand or 2000 or whatever. So not that I believe it, but when you search up what's going on with Solana, a lot of people are talking about this. So something to keep in mind. It just seems like there's always something wrong with Solana. Like even when we were at the Bitcoin Miami conference, it was like that bomb threat. Oh, that was, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> like just like nonstop outages you know, failures of the network. Yeah. Bad headlines. So yeah, for me again, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it in my Cardano basket and I'm avoiding for 2023. As am I. Yeah. Which brings us to our final token. Always a source of controversy. XRP. What's going on with XRP right now? It just seems like they're, they're just in this battle with the SEC for for what it's been almost nearly three years now Mm. to figure out whether they're deemed a security or their currency. And then what are the impacts that this lawsuit's going to have on the overall crypto industry? Yeah, so I think it's, it's, it's definitely a big narrative for 2023, not just for XRP, but as you said, the entire crypto industry. The result of this case is going to make waves regardless of what happens. We've been promised that the, the, the case is going to be resolved in 2022, and now we're promised in 2023. We're not sure when it's going to happen. All, everyone says they have inside sources they can't reveal, blah, blah, blah. If you look up what's going on right now, I think that the biggest headline is there's these sealed documents that XRP doesn't, or Ripple doesn't want the SEC getting access to. And then, you know, the, the court makes a ruling whether they can seal the documents or unseal the documents. You know, it's all a bunch of legal bullshit. Well, so. I, think we're, I think we're getting pretty close because uh, what I read was both parties, Ripple and the SEC, have made final submissions and are now awaiting the final ruling. January 18th was the final day to submit all the documents. So it sounds like now it's just in the in the court's hands uh, for the judge to rule whether it's deemed a security or not. Right. Uh, I found some pretty interesting information. So they so Ripple claims that they're a virtual currency, not a security. Um, so if it's a virtu- virtual currency, the SEC, SEC cannot do anything about this, right? So what I found is in the uh, in 2015, the United States. Department of Justice resolved a criminal investigation with Ripple, citing that it was a currency. So it wasn't deemed a security. So what I'm thinking is, is that the reason that the SEC is coming after Ripple right now is because of they pre-mined, right, their their tokens. And it didn't pass the Howey test, which was uh, created in 1946 through the Supreme Court. And it's basically if people put money in through the hard work of others, they're going to see a return on investment. So from 20, what I can see happening is that because in 2015, they were deemed a currency through this previous thing that went on from 2013 to 2015, they'll receive a fine because it wasn't until 2015 where this act was passed. Right. 
So they'll get they'll get fined based off of that first two years. But anything thereafter, they're going to be okay with. So I also think that the SEC is going to look pretty silly with how much time they've spent on this as well. So what I'm seeing is that both parties will come to uh, a settlement and it looks like Ripple will end up just paying a fine. That would be a great outcome for not only Ripple, but the entire crypto community. You know, we don't want XRP being deemed a security because that opens a massive door into Ethereum and all these other tokens that we know and love to be deemed securities. So, you know, I think that's a great thesis you made there and I hope you're right. It seems like from the, the pieces of news you do read that it's, it's leaning in the, in the side of Ripple. So, you know, what's going on with Ripple right now? We're basically just waiting. Yeah, we're I mean, just waiting. The only other thing to, to mention about Ripple is they had that, there was that um, airdrop through Flare right. where all the XRP holders got airdrop Flare tokens. And this was like two, three years in the making, delayed a million times. And all it ended up being was a massive pump and dump because everyone <laughs> that got the Flare tokens who were XRP holders, they just dumped them immediately. So the Flare token just went bam. Right. So it's kind of a bit of a wah, wah Flare moment. looks pretty interesting though when you dive into the, yeah. the website, what they do and whatnot. It is, but, but it was kind of, yeah. Anyway, a bit of a, they, they waited like two, three years for this thing. And it was just like, yeah, dump. Yeah. So that was, other than the SEC case and the flare airdrop, the flare drop, if you will, mm. um, there's really not a whole lot going on with XRP. I mean, you know, certain influencers are talking about it all the time, missing out on all the other narratives in the markets, just talking about XRP every day. Yeah. Engagement farming. Engagement farming. But yeah, for me, I'm just going to continue to put XRP in the same basket as Cardano and Solana. And not touch it until I see anything happening with the case. Yeah, I'm not touching it either. Um, I stick to my theory of what I believe is going to happen. Yep. I think both parties will walk away. Um, Ripple will pay that fine. Again, it's just I don't think it's really worth the risk because if by chance the theory is incorrect and they are deemed a security and then, you know, all the other impacts that are associated with it, I don't want to be caught up in holding XRP tokens. Yep. Fair enough. Well, so th that's kind of the big updates, the, the most important news that's happening with th these three super popular altcoins. If you have any of your favorite projects that you want us to do massive updates like this on, leave them in the comments. Whichever one gets the most likes, we'll take a look at. And then make sure you tune into the next episode. Because that one's going to be a banger. views expressed by speakers on the bean pod are solely their opinions you should not treat any opinion expressed on the bean pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy but only as an expression of their opinion this podcast is for informational purposes only